Welcome, welcome to episode 10, BC Banter on the Heights, the weekly Boston College podcast hosted by myself, Brett Ryder, and Pete Collins. Today, in an actually well-rounded episode, we take a look back at the bye week where surprisingly college football did not cease to exist, the Eagles' upcoming matchup with Wake, and then uh, some hockey and basketball talk. First and foremost, though, how was the uh, bye week, pal? I was good, good. How about you? Date, date didn't happen, but, uh, ah, you know, bigger heartbreaks have occurred. Yes. I love it. Yes. Yes. But, uh, you know, uh, awesome, pretty crazy football. Crazy. Big upset. Any, anytime, anytime Alabama loses, it's a, uh, it's a good day. Good Real weekend, good day. Right? Yeah. You know, it's funny. And I, I honestly like, understand what it's like as a Patriots fan now, or like, I understand Patriot haters because I never, I always never really got that because, you know, obviously like we came up as Pats fans. Um, and so we liked them when they were bad. And then once they were good and it was just like amazing, but now I kind of understand it because like, even during that game, I'm like, yo, like they're getting all the calls. Like this is complete crap. Like the refs, the, the refs are in, are in their pocket. Like this is awful. And like, you know, similar complaints to how everyone had for us for 20 years. So I get it. Yeah, but it's kind of like the Yankee fan, right? Yeah. Like you you kind of hate on the Yankees, but it's like because they've been, dom- you know, you didn't like being dominated yeah. by them, right? Yeah, so true. Except except now Yankee fans, are they're just delusional. It's like, y'all haven't won yeah. nothing in so long. Like, stop resting on championships from the 60s. But I digress. Yeah, they're jumping up and down like little girls right now. But I would be too. I had I posted um this is a little bit off topic but I posted I posted that kid that hit the home run uh the walk off yeah and this this guy that I'm like friends with he's a, from Florida who's a Yankees fan he was like right he's like he's like he's like I got I got you cuz he's like <laughs> he's like I, rem- I remember and I was like oh god and then yeah. after both times they won he hit me up like oh I got nothing to say and I was like no <laughs> like I'm a salty Red Sox fan. Like, yeah, we're both wearing our socks hats today. <laughs> yeah, no, I switched it up because I know I, I know I've been disappointing you with my uh, other other hat. So I decided to uh, come around and show you some love and show some real team support this time. Yeah, show some Boston love. Yeah, some actual hometown love and stop being such a traitor all the time. Right. Yeah. Thank you. You're welcome. You know That's I appreciate that. Yeah. Yeah. BC banter is, is is for is for the, the the healthy friendships. Yes, so I feel like I need to I need to do better in that category. So uh, for me to you, Boston, Boston on top from now on. Yeah, you know Pete yeah. is for the Boston uh, member yeah. or what do you call it like sports uh, outfit? Yeah, I don't. I have all my jerseys, all my hats, everything is always Boston. Yeah, but you do have a Ravens jersey. That is my second football team. That's the only one thing I have a Ray Lewis. Ravens. Jersey, I was gonna. That was, sweet. I, that's what I was gonna ask if it was Ray Lewis or uh, Ed Reed. Either yeah. either answer would have been. Either cool one would have been cool. Yeah. 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 That would have been great. But I, I yeah, kind of want to add Ed fair. Reed. That's a pretty good. That's not a, a bad one. Ad. Yeah. A white one. The guy have the Ooh. purple one. You know, I could Ooh. have both. Yeah, it'd be clear. Yeah. Yeah. He was the one when when BC played them in two thousand one when they were like a juggernaut. My Miami. And we were, I think we were, I think we were losing like 12 to seven 
and we got down to their 20 yard line he was the one that either he intercepted it or someone else intercepted it and then like uh shoveled it to him and scored the touchdown that beat us they and they were number one they clobbered everyone for some reason we were the only team that gave them like a game all year they're considered up until uh lsu was like the greatest football team of all time i wish we were giving teams games nowadays yeah (laughs) speaking of the game though the tennessee alabama game yeah what do you think well, the, you know, the 50-yard missed field goal, then a couple good throws sets them up. They kicked the game-winning field goal. That was a pretty epic ending. I didn't, like, I didn't expect that at all. I, th- I was like, oh, I, I thought they just wiltered. I was like, I was like, you know, Tennessee really gave them a battle, and that was a battle that I don't think a lot of people expected them to get right. them, even though they were number six. But still, it's like, you know, it's Alabama, and they fold Tennessee every year. But after that, they missed that kick. I mean – are we sure that it's not our kicker that was kicking for Bama? Right. That, was, <laughs> that was pretty bad. Yeah. First win since 2006. Yeah. To since your point Saban, that they since Saban took over. Right. Yeah. Crazy. Jalen Hyatt, though, went nuts. I want six him on catches, pats. five touchdowns. Yeah. <laughs> That's yeah. crazy. Dude, the one, the one catch that wasn't a touchdown, what that was like one of the last passes of the game, right? When he the hit him over them the up, yeah, yeah, that that dude, that whole sequence was wild. They missed the field goal, and then that throw was so cold, like that was on a rope right over the middle. That was a crazy, that was a ballsy throw. There was, yeah, and with like no time left on the clock, yeah, it was like all like well yeah. done. They literally what one sec, they caught it, he hit the ground with two seconds left, and they called the timeout. Like that was, yeah, just it was just well done. And then for the kicker to go out there and be balls. It's crazy about Hendon Hooker too, because he was a um, Virginia Tech kid, and they basically benched him. Now he's like a Heisman candidate. <laughs> it's crazy how things turn around, isn't it? It's wild. He's like one of the best quarterbacks in college football now. Bryce Young, another best quarterback in college football. He had a game though, dude, and he was hurt. He wasn't even his. He has like a bad shoulder or something. Yeah, I only caught the end of it. Was he like struggling? No, not at all. He was zipping dimes all day, <laughs> and he was getting like pummeled too. Couldn't help. Couldn't help but just respect him for it too. Like that dude yeah. was getting absolutely destroyed. But um, yeah, he's probably he's. He, I think I think he's probably regarded as like what the top overall pick next year. Yeah, one of them gotta be whoever needs a quarterback and whoever's first you know what i mean yeah it was i mean i don't know that game itself was just like a nice um it was a nice respite from from our from our season so i'll take it well bc didn't fail to have some action over the weekend anyway they sent a letter to their students did you did you see that on twitter yeah did you read the letter I read parts of it. It's, it's one too. of those. Yeah. You ever, you ever see the meme where it's like at the, it's like that long ass text and at the bottom, he's like, uh, he's like, I ain't reading all that. <laughs> yeah. I'm either my bad or I'm or <laughs> sorry. Sorry about that. Or my bad. Like I ain't reading all that. That's I basically I got felt. the gist of it. Yeah. And that's all you needed. Like once you got the gist of it, you're like, all right, yeah, I don't need to keep reading the rest of it. I got, I got what you're saying. I get your point. So basically for, for, for basically for the people who don't know, 
they wrote a letter that to express their disappointment in the students' behavior at the Red Bandana game, including disrespectful treatment of the opposing fans. Hmm. Uh, yeah. Hmm. Um, isn't, isn't that mm. kind of what happens? I'm shrugging like, yeah, um, you kind of disrespect the other team sometimes. Like if you're like crossing the line. Yeah. Okay. Like there's definitely a line, you know? Yeah. I think that they should rip out a letter when they act lame. Yeah. Like, like where were y'all? Yeah. Like you, you got, you guys are just totally lame. Like we get rowdy. Hear you. you weren't even rowdy. Light it up enough. Good. You know, I was gonna say go get drunk, but previous <laughs> previous episodes we have declared uh we're against do that. Yeah. yeah, don't do drugs. But get rowdy somehow, somehow, some way. Go do some we hope them as BC students, you choose to hold one another accountable and uphold our community values of caring for and serving others in the community, consistent with our Jesus Catholic heritage or whatever the heck they say. What's Jesuit? Jesuit. Jesuit. Yeah, what's that word? What the hell is that word? I'll explain it off air. It's a it's a it's a long-winded answer, buddy. It's Keep a long-winded going. answer. <laughs> well, anyway, the whole th- the whole point that I'm getting at is you want us to hold each other accountable, the same people who are disrespecting the fans. Like I feel like it's a little the whole the whole thing's long-winded. We will be reaching out in various ways to reiterate expectations in the coming weeks. And we welcome your partnership in cultivating a positive game day experience for all. Yeah, it's positive when we get rowdy and we trash the other team so they don't feel welcome coming into our house and beating us. I'm going to talk just so you can, you can see my face real quick. <laughs> huh? <laughs> what? <laughs> that, yo, that's why you was mad? Like, how about, how about you uppers, <sighs> you upper people uh, just straight sending out this awful, terrible, pathetic uh, product? Is is that 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 is that's not that's not the issue, but the the kids in the stands were were mean to the to the rednecks. Yeah. Yo, I heard I actually heard so there's like a there's like a like a woman um whose husband is like a Clemson guy, I guess. I don't know. Um and she yeah, and like but she's like sweet, like she's cool. Like she went to she was like a BC soccer player back in the 90s. Um, and she lives in South Carolina. I mean, she was saying that there was like people coming up to her husband and like, like saying stuff. I don't know the extent. And I don't think she was saying that it was like horrible, bad, you know, like, I don't think that they were like super offensive. I think they might've just been, I think it more so from the sounds of it. This is just like how I took it, that they were like weasels, you know? So it's like, yeah. Well, I just mean like, you think that, that as a collective, they needed to send a letter out to everyone no. instead of just address the people who crossed the line? No, come on. Yeah. What do you expect? Like the you letter got, just uh, comes across lame. It, 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 it comes across so tone deaf. It's like, that's what you're going to address. You can tell it's like, written by you, some old person. Yeah. Like it's just so tone deaf. Like the whole department is so tone deaf. Like they just have no grip on reality. Another swing in the miss. Like, 
yo, you barely have a fan base to begin with right now. And now you're, you're going to like go at them for, you know, I don't know. Maybe they were disrespectful. Like, and I'm not even, I'm not even saying like, that's okay or acceptable because it's not, you know what I mean? But uh, like, come on, dude. Like you're airing, you're airing out like a group of people to the whole school, like acting. And it's, it's almost like you're doing, you're doing that just to say like you did something. Yeah. Like covering it, it, your bases. Like we sent out a letter. 100% feels like that. It's like, oh, we received some complaints. Like, what are you going to do about it? It's like, well, we plan to send a letter out to the students. And we're going to get to the bottom of this. Like, get to we'll, the bottom of what? We'll be reaching out to ver- in various ways to reiterate expectations in the coming weeks is what they say. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. It's like, well, Hold clearly on, we need you, more time. <laughs> you, yeah. And you don't, and you clearly don't actually know what happened. Because you're just sending out a mass letter, a very vague mass letter. Come on yeah be better that's so corny it's like we just got romped 31 to 3 they're 2 and 4 like speaking of getting romped that's what i think is gonna happen on on saturday at 3 30 yo i got um let me pull up pull up some notes here you got you give us a little uh yeah a little rewind bc versus yeah yeah you gonna include my favorite game? Yeah, I actually did write that down. <laughs> so check this out. Uh <laughs> Beast Boston College versus Wake Forest. All time, all time BC is uh 14 and 12, and they are nine and seven against Wake Forest as ACC opponents. Uh the last two seasons, uh, so last year, Wake Forest throttled us 41 to 10. Uh, 2019, the year before, the the year prior, they played them. Um, they didn't play them in 2020. Uh, Wake Forest beat us 24 to 21, which is actually a good game. Uh, Wake Forest was ranked 25, and I was really hoping that we were actually going to beat them and maybe like beat a ranked opponent. But like, we just like don't enjoy doing those things. So that did not happen. Uh, 2016 and 2015 were both, um, in my opinion, some some pretty key games. Otherwise 2016, we beat them in the last game of the season to gain bowl eligibility that year. And 2015 was the infamous three to nothing game. Um, one thing that I, I just want to, I just want to get on record, like from me, um, you don't have to stamp this. You don't have to approve of this. No big deal. But <laughs> I just want to go on the record by saying that wake forest defense is absolute dog shit. They're just garbage. Um, they're not good. Let, they're dude. They're they're atrocious. Let me let me. I, I'm gonna pull up. I'm gonna <laughs> pull up some of their some of their scores. Like these boys give up a lot of points. Like let me just tell you. Like they give up so many points. And it was funny too because then they go out and we scored th- 10 points against them last year. It's like, God damn, like we suck, but uh, <laughs> like, la- like last year. Right. So they, they averaged 41 points a game. They were, f- they were fourth in college football in points. They gave up 28.9, uh, 88th out of 130. So like they're, they're trash dude. But uh, if you, let me, I gotta, I, I saw this earlier. I'm, let me pull up some of their results. It's it's kind of funny, dude. So they had 
They beat Army in a barn burner last year, literally 70 to 56. That's like a college football score. They lost to North Carolina 58 to 55. Then they beat NC State 45 to 42. It's like, yo, like y'all just have no defense. They lost 48 to 27. So they gave up in a, in a, in a, let's see, in a week. And so they gave up 56. And then they go up seven, whatever. Then they gave up 58, 42, 48. And then they, they came in here and they gave up 10. It's like, God damn. Like, we're just, we're just the worst. But yeah. Their defense, bro. Absolutely trash. Like, I don't even mind saying it this year. They've given up 25.5. I won't steal your thunder on that. Cause I know you're going to go through that a little bit. 2020, they gave up 32.8 a game uh 2019 oh what a shocker they gave up 29.1 bro them boys do not play defense 2018 they gave up 33.3 points a game like these dudes just do not care about playing defense kind of respect it though like they literally do not give a fuck about defense they're like yeah whatever we're just gonna score mad touchdowns um but real quick one other one other thing i I did i did want to kind of know and also kind of get your opinion on so obviously last year they went 11 and 3 the covid year they weren't they weren't too good 2019 they finished 8 and 5 but so last year they were really good they were what 11 and 3 and then this year they're ranked again i think they're 5 and 1 coming in here mm-hmm. one thing i i noticed so i i wanted to like see what what their what their recruiting what their recruiting looked like buddy their recruiting is just as bad as their defense so <laughs> to go back to 2018, so 2018, they were 61st in the nation, 19, they were 56th in the nation, 2020, 60, 61, 2021, 63, last year, they were 76. And so in ACC wise, out of 14 teams, by the way, so they, they were 10th, 11th, 11th. And then the last two years, 14 and 14. So even after their great year last year, they still just like, like, dude, their head coach is like, yo, like, we don't care about defense. I don't give a fuck about recruiting. Like we out here throwing tutties and partying. Like that's all we care about. It's crazy though, because like, they're not a good team per se. Like they put up mad points. So I'm kind of curious as to what you have to say about it, because from the outside looking in, like, obviously, like, I don't know a ton about wake, but it looks like their whole program just runs on the quarterback like that yeah. that's kind of what i get like they, they their recruits are dog shit their defense is dog shit like the whole program otherwise sucks my bad i, I just needed to get that out you nailed it though their defense is horrible and their offense <laughs> is awesome and that's but they win games yeah it's crazy at the end of the day they win games i mean the only loss on the season was the clemson 51 45 loss so to your point no defense but tons of offense. They threw 45 points up in a loss. Bro, that is so gangster. Like that's I wish we were those... losing like that. That's, I'd lose yeah. every game 51-45. Yeah, yeah. Because then you'd be just cheering for hella tutties. He's slinging. Hot, hella tutties. And we're, and we're in it. Mm-hmm. You know, like, at least you're not getting blown out. Like, you're either blowing doors on people or you're hanging in a high-flying affair. Yeah, crazy. Way more fun. Way more fun. At least it's this like should be a fun game to watch us get blown out. I feel like they're going to score a ton of points on us, and who knows? Like you said last year, 
they let up 28 points a game to everybody else and then come in here and let up 10 to us or shut us out like the year before. What was that? Two years ago, three years ago, the three nothing game. No, it was it was seven years ago. Seven years ago? <laughs> Holy it crap. feels like yesterday. Oh my I god, know. it feels like yesterday. I know. Well, anyway, so Poor like you kid. said, you didn't you didn't steal my thunder at all. Okay. Uh, okay, good, 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 good. They are the number 14th ranked team. So it's interesting to play some ranked teams back to back and see how your team looks. I know we have a very low opinion of our team, but it is nice to put it up against some real competition and not wonder if beating Maine is a fluke or well, does that win against Louisville really, you know, how was it, yeah. you know, like how does yeah. that actually like, how should we rank that? Or how should we handle that? So, yeah, you know, playing against a good half against Clemson kind of gives you like, wow, you can, you can be with impressed with some certain things and then getting blown out in the second half and you get put right back in your place. So I find it to be interesting to play these uh, ranked opponents. Um, they're five and one, like you said, they're only lost to Clemson coming off a bye week just like us. So both some well-rested teams and some teams that had a lot of time to prepare for each other. Uh, mm-hmm. Last matchup that they did play, they blew Army out 45 to 10. Um, in the week prior, they beat Florida State, who we lost to earlier in the year. Uh, they won 31-21 against them. So um, Our game of Florida State was close, though. Yeah, 10-point game. <laughs> I, I mean, 21 points they let up. That's like a huge success, I think, for their defense. Yeah. Uh, offense, offense is their uh, is their bread and butter, like you said, 41 points per game, 41.2 if we're going to be exact, which is pretty close to like what Clemson was coming in at. I think we they were coming into the BC game at 41 points a game, so um, kind of a similar. They uh, were. High I do remember that. Yeah, so they're in like a similar category of like high-flying offense that we should be – Hopefully our defense can put up two halves of performances. Um, that would be nice. They 465 yards a game, which is good for fourth in the ACC. 41 points a game is actually good for second in the ACC. So they're one of the better offenses in the ACC. They like to pass it more than they run it. 292 yards a game, which is kind of crazy. Like they're almost averaging 300 yards a game, which is uh, good for third in the ACC. 147 yards a game on the ground. Good for ninth in the ACC. Got a question for you. Where will they be ranked for yards in the ground at the at, at, after this game? One. One. <laughs> Every um, team that plays BC, wherever they're ranked in rushing yards a game, they go up the next week, like almost automatically. Like substantially. Yeah. Like their running backs <laughs> like, yo, I'm about to feast. That's interesting that they're only third in um, pass yards in the ACC. Yeah. Why? I, I thought it would. I thought it would be more. I thought they'd be one. I wonder who's. I, I wonder if I can yeah. pull it out quick enough to see who's actually number one. Well, I just anyway. figured since they're such a juggernaut, but yeah, continue. Well, actually, I have it right here. Yards a game. Uh, well, actually, we're going for. You want to go for points a game? Or no, you no, were I talking about passing yards a game. The pass right? yards. You said they were third in the ACC, yeah. right? They yeah. they are uh, two ninety two. So um, you got. North Carolina at 326 wow. and then they're Miami slinging. at 321. Yeah, they're garbage too, but they sling in too. That's crazy. Yep. I, th- I figured that they would be far and away one. Interesting. And that's yards per game, considering that North yeah. Carolina has seven games played, but week four is only a six. Mm, interesting. Interesting. Well, so after I guess, this week, there'll be one. <laughs> yeah, who knows? Uh, 
well, I, they might. Well, you never know. Passing defense is, I think, a little bit better than than their rush defense. They just that's run their, all over. That's us. their strength. That's yeah. their strength. They do have a good secondary, so hopefully Luckily, that matches yeah. up well. Yeah. Speaking of their crap defense, uh, not BC's crap defense, um, uh, Wake Forest, 25 points per game, like you said, 25 and a half to be exact. 10th Awful. in the ACC. Yeah, pretty bad for a ranked for a ranked team in the ACC to be have a bottom for a tier. And, for a five and one team. Yeah. Crazy. Yeah, 383.8 yards per game, which is good for 11th in the ACC. So they, wow. they are letting up yards. They're just as bad passing as, as they are rushing. 235 yards a game they let up. 10th in the ACC, that's through the air. 148 yards per game. Ninth in the ACC, that's on the ground. So uh, run, pass, do what you want to this off, yeah. to this defense. Honestly, just they want you to score, get off the field, so they can get their offense right back on the field. Yeah, yeah. Well, clearly, I mean, they ain't recruiting, period, as I alluded to, but clearly they ain't recruiting defenders because, golly, were they no. having the mascot play on defense? <laughs> Walk-ons, right? Yeah, just all Rudy's, straight-up Rudy's all up there. Like, hey, you want to come play for us this weekend? You play, play some cornerback. You can earn a class credit. Six returned kicks on the year for them, which is kind of odd. They've played six games, so they average one return kick a game, but they score all those touchdowns, you know, and let up all those touchdowns. So you'd think that there'd be lots of kickoffs that they'd be returning. I found that kind of interesting. So I looked at how many yards per kickoff return they get. 24 yards, fifth in the ACC. I don't know, pretty pedestrian, if you ask me. So I don't really have an explanation for that. But I wonder uh, what, right. I wonder what the number is at the end of next week. Does BC do their little poochie pooch kick to the 30 yard line yeah. and yeah. make them return it to the 45 and give them awesome field position? So, no doubt. And then I, is that their strategy of not letting up a lot of yards per game for the defense? Is if you only give the other team's offense 50 yards to go, you can't let up as many yards. Huh? No doubt. Just throwing it out there. Just throwing it out there. I don't know. I'm trying to come up with explanations for that silly pooch kick there. I'm catching. I'm catching whatever you're throwing. So, yeah. Well, players to watch, they do have a stud. A.T. Perry, he's 6'5", 205 pounds wide out, junior. 29 Golly. receptions on the year, 482 yards, four touchdowns. He's their top-ranked player um, on their team. I just looked up, like, draft prospects, Wake Forest, and just saw who, he was the one, boom, top of the list. A.T. Perry, uh, number nine. Take a look for him. Um, the guy throwing it to him, like you said, it's all about the quarterback and the passing over there. Number 10, Sam Hartman, quarterback, junior, 6'1", 210 pounds. On the year, 1,442 yards, 16 touchdowns, two picks. And he didn't even start the year. Yeah, because I was going to say, because there's, an, there's another guy on the team with considerable amount of attempts. And, yeah, I was, was out. and I was thinking to myself, either injury or they just cleaning teams up, and this guy gets reps, but... Um, that nah. makes much more sense. <laughs> he had a, like he has like an Ill, he had like an illness or something. Yeah. Well, good to see him yeah. back, and he's slinging. You to know his team, not to us. You know he doesn't throw picks, man. What I'm concerned about is that he's only a junior. Yeah. <laughs> did so when you when you looked up like their draft their like draft stocks? Did you see like like where he, he was like, on there? Being projected? Is he being projected? He was like ranked below uh, AT Perry, the wideout, and the wide, and he, and, and AT Perry was ranked like a hundred something. So he's not, uh, he's not a top ranked oh, really? quarterback. Yeah, really. Right I, now, I, I mean, oh. he's a junior. So like you said, you know, yeah. maybe they want to see another year, or maybe that sickness set set him back. Yeah, you never know. I, 
you never yeah. know what people's reasons are uh, for, yeah. for their projections, but I'm interested to, to, to see um, where he is at the end of this game, you know, oh, with wow. more, with more reps. Yeah. 175.8 QBR. I mean, the guy's playing really well. So if he's not on people's radars, he's about to be on people's radars. Lastly, I'm a fan. Yeah. I like him. A little shorter guy, six one. Usually your quarterbacks are much taller, kind of like a zappy type of six, you know, little guy Ooh. running around. Ooh. I just wanted to throw Zappy's name out there for no you went, reason. You went zappy over Drew Brees. I get it. I know because I Drew Brees is just, it's like, I feel like you're insulting. Like if you just say zappy, like, all right, so for a guy that's in the NFL, that's performing. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Well, performing, performing well. Yeah. I'm going three for three with names. I picked AT Perry, Sam Hartman, and now I'm going Chase Jones. I think if you can see a theme here, I don't want to mess up the name. No, mess yeah. <laughs> no. I was Chase? about to pick some hard name and I'm like, no, we're going Chase Jones. Chase Jones, number Chase 21. Jones. Yeah, Chase Jones. Um, <laughs> Chase Jones, number 21, 6'1", 231 pounds. Big boy. He's a linebacker. He's got a sack, a forced fumble, a pick, 32 tackles, which is good for fourth on the team. Um, the reason that I picked him is I was like, all right, who was their biggest opponent? What was the most? What was the toughest game? And I would say the game against Clemson that they lost. That was their best opponent. He tied the team uh, lead for tackles in that game. He had a tackle for a loss and a half sack. Um, outside of being fourth on the team in tackles, I feel like this guy just was willing to step up in a big moment. So I'm interested to see J- Chase Jones come out after the bye week. Um, those are my three highlights, A.T. Perry, Sam Hartman, and like I said, Chase Jones. Three nice, easy names for Pete to say. I don't know if he's gonna play this week. Then, if he did well, they're gonna, yeah. they're gonna, you can't you can't play well on this defense. That's not what we do. Yeah, right. <laughs> they're like, I oh, I'm ex- three excuse me. Yeah, they're like, excuse me. Did you make that? Did you just sack the quarterback? Like, bench. We don't do that around here. Go sit down. <laughs> You're preventing our offense from coming on the field by making those tackles. <laughs> <laughs> We let what the other think? team score around here. Good. Yo, so that's kind of funny and a good transition. The over-under is 61. Oh. <laughs> Over. You think? Hell yeah. I'm like, Wake. I'm a little, I'm a little stumped on this week's one. So the line's plus 20. 61 over under. I mean, I think quite obviously BC loses. Okay, so. I, you know, I can move off. We can move on to that. It's not even a thought in my mind. It's just like, how bad do they lose now? Like, do they lose by 20 points or not? I mean, for real. Like, obviously, dude, like, we're just past this, right? Like, let's not, let's not fake ourselves out. Let's not pretend. Let's not even think about it. Or, or Now let's just move right on to the thought of how badly are they going to lose? If we had money on it, would we put it on BC plus 20 or are you taking Wake Forest minus 20? Um, first of all, I'm, I'm really like disappointed that it's 20. Like that's that. You want higher? You, you want them to get, no, <laughs> I'm like, it just, it just, the whole situation. Dude, they stink. They stink. I know. They stink. I know. I'm just disappointed, man. No, I think that's, that's, I think 20 is, Right, right it's right and just baby it's how we it's how we like it it's how we like our odds makers just be fair um yeah i mean i i mean i think you go wake i go wake wake over 
<laughs> yeah, I think BC will be like BC will be weird. They'll have like they'll they might have they'll have like a couple touchdowns. Wake Forest gonna drop forty, but BC might have a couple. T- you know, they might. Score yeah, so 20. that's only that's only fifty four. Two touchdowns and forty is no. fifty four. Points. No, it's a couple, couple touchdowns. It's not two. That, uh, that a couple, that's open a couple of people, two people. Nah, I'm going. I'm going out for a couple drinks. I could have two. I could have. But if you're a couple, maybe. if you if you're a couple, you you have two people, right? Yeah. I don't know. I always thought couple meant two in my head. I always thought few meant three or more. I have a few, but couple is like, oh, we're a couple. I mean, like me and one other person. That means two. All, all I'm going to say is an alcoholic will beg to do. <laughs> Fair. <laughs> <laughs> nah. Uh, well, because, no, I, 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 I said a couple, but in, in my mind, I think they'll put up like 20, 24 points. Okay. Yeah, like they'll lose like 40. They're going to lose. If this final, my score prediction is 44. 44. Yeah. Okay. It just feels right. Sometimes you just got to feel it. Safety 40... in there or something. Yeah. You know, missed extra point in there somewhere. I like it. Yeah. Kickers, he's kicking a bunch, dude. We're like, blocking it, you mean, not missed. Could be. Feels better. Could be the second block kick of the year. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. Like four, I'm going to say 44 21. So that's 65. So I'm taking hey, the that's over. That's your over. Yeah. Yeah. No, I dig that. I, I just, wow, some... that's, a, that's a lot of points. Dude, their defense sucks. Yeah. They can do, if there's anyone they can do it against, they should be. If, if you cannot, if they, if they come out with a clunker and they have like 10 points again, pack it in. Just it's just like it. a bad defense, but we're a bad offense. So like, yeah, yeah. But you never know. Maybe they, you know, maybe we, maybe we catch some. Like Zay Flowers might do, might do a little something, something. Yeah, he'll have like he'll have like seven catches for like a buck eighty, or seven catches for forty eight <laughs> yards. Either way, he's getting seven catches. Wow. Boy's not getting his, you know, he's getting his reps. He's not missing anything. That boy just needs to get his numbers at this point. I mean, they're giving him his numbers. They feed him the ball. Like I said, seven times a game, he's getting seven catches. What are his numbers? Kind of interesting. His good numbers. Yeah. He's like one of the ACC's, I mean, the best ACC wideout, in my opinion. I think stats would back that up, too. Oh, yeah. Um, let's see here. So he has 42 catches, uh, five fifty-six, five touchdowns. Mm-hmm. He's averaging 13.2 yards a catch. Yeah, that's good. Dude, that's funny. Oh. I said seven catches a game because that's exactly what that average is. Six games, 42 catches, right? Yeah. <laughs> they literally yeah. give it to him seven times a game and just make sure he gets his seven catches. I mean, he's getting 13 yards a, a catch on average. But you remember the two bombs that he had. So it's like, if you take out the 69-yard touchdown, like I mean, you can't start taking them away. That's the whole point of averages, right? But I'm just saying. It's so sad how it's like, if you look at his career stats, like this this boy's going to end up with a nice college resume. Like his Excellent. four years here are going to look really nice, dude. I'm happy for him. 
I am too. It just for the record, there. I'm going. I'm going wake wake over too. You're gonna go the over. Yeah, I was yeah. thinking about it more and more. Like they're gonna, they'll be able to to score more than ten points, like they did against, or or more than ten points, like like they did against Clemson. That's how many they put up last week. Or was it three? They put up three. <laughs> I don't know they, why I thought they 10. put up. You they thought ten because 10. they put they scored ten against Wake Forest last oh, year. Oh, oh, so you probably just confused confused that. Or we, we can say that's why. We'll go with it. Is that yeah for the record? That works. That's that's yes. why. Yeah. Well, exactly. anyway, I think they'll be able to put up more more points this week against this crap defense. So yeah. Sweet. Yeah, I'll go with wake wake over. We're going down together or we're winning together, buddy. Yeah, I love it. I love it. We're riding it up. B- BC banter is for the teamwork. Um, All right, can we say that the football team sucks and that we're done with them? Like, can we move on to uh, just some, gonna some, say? Thank I God. I was just gonna say. I think we closed the book on that. Yeah, enough uh, of that. Put a put attention. a bow on it. Shall we talk some puck? Yeah. Shall we talk some puck, dude? Dude, they're so, one, one, and one, bro. Yeah, buddy. <laughs> well, yeah. they technically they they lost the sh- the the shootout, but one, yeah. one, and one. Yeah, it'll count. Yeah, he's counting. Do you, do you know why that that game wasn't a conference game? Well, why? I don't know. I'm asking. Oh, you're I'm, you're I'm, legit I'm, asking. Yeah. No, know. yeah, I'm, I'm. I don't know. Like you're, you're talking they, the Northeastern, the the, the top. Yeah, right? that's why know. they that's why they had a shootout because it was considered a non-conference game. Yeah, I don't I don't understand that. I have no idea. You want to notice a trend that I noticed over the over the over the three games so far this year? The first goal of every game has been on the power play. Really? They had gone down 0-1 in every game on a power play goal. The game we went to, the first second of the power play goal, ding. Light Who would they play? What's that? Who would they play? What do you mean? The first game. Who did they play the first game? I just I want to hear remember. you say it. Oh, I can't say their name. Uh, Quinnipiac. Uh, well, how did I say it, though? I was trying to remember how, how my pronunciation. I, f- I forget, but it Quinnipiac. was Quinnipiac. Quinnipiac or something? Yeah. Yeah, that was. <laughs> I was like, oh, Quinnipiac. You're like, wait, what, dude? Yeah, like, what? You have a stroke? Like, what do you buddy? mean? That's how I've been saying it. Yeah, so you're missing like three letters in there. <laughs> it was like a whole nother consonant. <laughs> You, you forgot the whole EAC. Yeah, the EAC. <laughs> well, anyway, against Quin- Quinnipiac. <laughs> nice. They uh, power play goal. Power play goal against UNH. Power play goal against Northeastern. They're all down 0-1 every single game. Not too sure why or what to make of it, but yeah. not a great way to start every game. I mean, against UNH, they scored three unanswered right after. You know, so they let up the power play goal. Boom, boom, boom. Go, go, go. That's all right. If you're going to respond like that, that's fine. It's kind of like the Bruins. Bruins off to a hot start. But they're they're getting leads and then well, kind of like blowing the lead a little bit. But winning the game, it's like, hey, don't matter. Yeah. Yeah. In the UNH game, um, the kid, uh, Mitch Ant. Andres, is that his, did I say his name? Mitch Andres. We'll go with it. He's like a bottom six forward. He he was the one who kind of like sparked the play, I thought, which was really good to see. Um, because if you're gonna be like a good team, like 
you cannot be top heavy. You need to have those players on the bottom two lines, not even necessarily that are going to like produce goals for you, but at least like spark your play and like kind of get you going, which he did. And then I know he had an assist on the next goal. So it's just like little things like that, that the team missed last year. So I was really, um, I was really happy to see that. I thought they, you know, responded nice after going down one, nothing, you know, for the second time. And, and they, you know, it was like a, the first half of the first period was just awful. I was like, Oh boy, another long season. And then they kind of pulled it, pulled it back. Thank God. And then, yeah. And then we got your boy back in the second game too, which was huge. Yeah. Snip, snip. Cutter comes back. I I think it was. You go. I was going to say, and one of the guys that I highlighted week one when we were talking about hockey was Colby. Colby, I can't pronounce his last name, so I'll just go ahead. Ambrosio. Ambrosio. That's actually Ambrosio cool pronunciation. Yeah. But anyways, yeah. two goals against UNH, assists Cutter on his first goal. I mean, he's making moves out there. Bro, did you see his goal against? Uh, wait, which one? Um, Northeastern? No, I didn't see it. I watched uh, the UNH, not the Northeastern. Well, I watched Cutter's goal, obviously. I had to tune in to, to see the replay of that. Oh, my God. Dude, his goal was like, it was a dangle. Like, he dangled around, kind of like, he dangled around the defender, kind of like caught the puck with his skate, and then kicked it to himself and forehand just stuffed it in the back of the net. Love it. Like, it was it was pretty. It was really pretty. And he's he's wearing he's wearing your boy's number this year. I don't know if you noticed, but he's wearing McBain's number. Oh, McBain. I loved I loved McBain for the for the listeners. He was my favorite player last year. I think my favorite yeah. player might be Colby this year. Okay. If not Cutter. I, I mean I, Cutter's just like an easy favorite, you know? Yeah. Yeah. You Are you, you're a Kuntar some... guy, right? He scored on the power play. Yeah. Yeah. Kuntar, my my old favorite was uh, Logan Hutzko, but he um, and then like la- last year, I would say it was McLaughlin, who I was super pumped about being on the Bruins. I know he's on the Bro, Providence though, right? Yeah, dude, they have four BU players on on the Bruins. They just pick up around here. Charlie McAvoy, Grizzlick. That dude, AJ Greer, and then they, oh, and Charlie Coyle. They have four BU. Ugh. Enough. <laughs> Stop. <laughs> you want more BC representation? Yes. At least just like less BU representation. I mean, there is three BC players on Boston. So, you know, let's see how they develop. Like, you mean, meaning on Boston College right now? I think, I think all three of them played on the same line that's fun. In one game that would be really if fun. i'm not mistaken i i'm almost positive that it was all all three of them because it's uh and by the way it it is jelvic i know i like convinced you jelvic. that it was jelvic it's it's jelvic so hand up that's my bad um it's 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 not <laughs> his name is his name is uh jelvic but it's him. It's it's him, Kuntar, and um, let's see who the other one was. You can, 
I don't, I don't, I don't want to create like a long lull while I look for it. So feel, feel free to make, make any point you want, but I'm just not going to be able to drop this until I look. Oh, you mean who's the third <laughs> Bruins player? Yeah. Yeah. No, yeah. look that up because I'm interested. I am interested to see them uh, play against UNH again. They have a quick turnaround time. Yeah. So it's, uh, I'm sorry, but it's, uh, it's Andre Gasso, uh, yeah, Trevor Kutar, and Oscar Jelvik. All three yep. of them, all three of them are Bruins, Bruins picks. That's sick. They are, it's weird though that they have Kuntar on the third line. But I guess I guess it kind of makes sense. If you but, play all um, three lines, it doesn't really matter. It's kind of like I sometimes yeah. think like if you're gonna, it's all about time on the ice. I feel like you know, and same yeah. thing in basketball. Like if you have a player come off the bench, but he plays more than a starter, does it really matter if he starts? Yeah. Or when he plays the minutes, he's play, he's more important if you're playing a more mm, minutes. So true. If Kuntar is killing penalties and playing on the power play and playing on the third line, and he's making an impact, like yeah, I don't know. Let it. I, I let it ride. That's a good point. Sometimes you want to spread talent out too in hockey. I feel like you don't always put your top three players on the first line. Oh yeah, no, absolutely. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, No, the fourth line is like for the, for the, for the birds, you know, but like the top three lines, they, Oh, chill, chill. (laughs) Like Connor Joyce, dead of mass on the fourth line. Hey, no disrespect to the fourth line. You see Banther is for the fourth line. Yeah. Shout out dead of mass, dude. We don't play. (laughs) (laughs) Even on um, so one thing that I noticed, which I love, is the first D pairing. Obviously, you know Marshall Warren, but they got Charlie Letty playing with them. I love that. Like yeah. you have obviously your best defender, but then you have like you know a freshman paired up with them. Like that, I love that. Charlie Letty, we bumped into his uh, parents. We did. At game his one. mother was very nice. Very sweet lady. All right, let's uh, move into basketball. Yeah. Yeah. Um, November 7th, big day for basketball. Watched an interview with Coach Earl Grant. I love his demeanor, man. I really like Earl Grant. Yes, very much so. Very he, much like, so. He gives me he's faith. Like, like, even if you lose, I feel like he's going to have a good mentality about it. He's old school, too, you know? Very much. He has a kind of like that grizzly like voice that yeah. one, like almost like he garners yeah. respect. Yeah. It was funny last year um, when I was, I forget which game it was, but I was like in Conti at halftime and he, he walked by and I was like, Oh, good luck this year. Coach. He's like, he's like, and his rassy boys like, thank you very much, sir. And like kept yeah. it moving. I was like, yeah, so That's you, got, you got a fan, you got a fan for life. No doubt. So they had, they had some uh, predictions that came out. Predicted order of finish, you know, a couple other predictions. The two ones that I want to go over is predicted order of finish and the preseason rookie of the year votes. Okay. Uh, start with the predicted order of finish. BC's 13 out of 15. Um, mm-hmm. How do you feel that that ranking is? You think it's appropriate or inappropriate? Right and just, but I really, I like it because I think that it's going to be awesome when they uh, surprise people. And yeah. they're and they show that they're not 13th. But I mean, you really can't get mad at that considering their track record. It's right, like, 13 and 20 coming off yeah, that year, yeah. second season as the as, as the coach. You know, like I don't but know. I, yeah, I, how can you I really have a lot of faith that they're gonna surprise a lot of people and move up? So it almost makes it I wish that they were dead last 
in that aspect. Yeah. I mean, I don't know. I'm not, I'm not, I don't have like these glasses on that make me think happy thoughts all the time. Like I kind of am like this a little bit more of like a skeptic when it comes to this type of stuff. And like what BC was 13 and 20 last year, I have no reason to think they're going to be any better this year. Really another sign me up for another 13 and 20 type of year. Uh, You know, could they go more? Yeah, they have a ceiling that's higher than that, but no reason to think that they will be nothing more than a mediocre to, to poor bottom ranked team. Again, I have like a lot of, like I have this little tingle, like, Oh, they could do good. And, they're not really going to su- surprise the heck out of me if like they start winning a few games that they shouldn't have won. But um, I don't know. I think that that's very appropriate. I'm not putting on the BC glasses and going thinking that we're going to win more games than, than we actually are. Oh man. I put my BC glasses on months ago, buddy. So oh, yeah. they got Ar- Armani, Armani mighty seven foot center from Toronto. Like he's your typical, um, canadian no he uh <laughs> so he was obviously like under recruited due to sure. you know his geographical location but it looks like he does have raw ability and that could be the type of under the radar type of kid that comes in and plays really well do i think it's going to be day one i don't i don't know it, it's 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 tough when you have um centers come into play college ball and if they can transition right away it's tough but on the other hand they have these two four-star guards or i'm sorry one of them's a guard one of them's a forward so i'm it's my turn to start butchering some names prince aligby i think is his name i was gonna butcher it if you weren't so yeah i got you you first yeah Yeah. me, me I, I'll take that on this time. Sure. Um, so he's from Minneapolis. Uh, shout out Troy Bell, uh, greatest, greatest basketball player in the Boston College Eagles basketball program history. I'll stamp that all day. Um, so they're from the same city, 6'7", 225, four star. His, his offer sheet is actually really good too. Um, and then the other four-star kid they got is Donald Hand from Virginia, and he's a 6'5 guard as well. So it looks like they got some length. They got some talent coming in. I mean, and then, you know, this underrated kid, Chaz Kelly, he's a guard. He's a 6'5 guard. Yeah, he was a three-star, which is a whoop-de-doo, but, you know, that's still a really good that's still a really solid recruit. So it looks like they got four really solid recruits. They all got size, which is something that BC has lacked in the past. Um, and the other, the other thing too, is when you look at a potential starting five of, uh, Jay-Z, Makai, Damar, Aligby, and Quentin Post, that's a really good five. And then coming off the bench, something that has really hurt them in the past, especially the Kai, um, and uh, J-Rob years was they really didn't have any depth coming off the bench. I have right here six people that I think could come off the bench for them. So I think that they, you know, I'm not going to, I'm not going to completely fanboy out and say that they're going to be, you know, a 25 win team, but at the same time, I could definitely see them being in that 18 to 20 win mark at the end of the year. I would love to see it. Don't yeah. get me wrong. Yeah, yeah. I want them to be there. Don't get me wrong. Do you like? Do you have any thoughts? Like, do you have anything written down? Like, I, I'm I'm very interested to hear what what like you think. 
I mean, Prince is the guy out of those three guys that you listed. He received yeah. one vote for preseason rookie of the year. And that was the other poll that I wanted to bring up is that out of, you know, one, two, three, four, five, six, like out of like 10 plus names, he actually received the vote by somebody, which cool. is pretty cool that he has that cool. recognition. Like you said, he's six, six, small forward, power forward, but basically that pivotal role, that that wing player that can actually come in and score for you. And I agree. Which they've sorely missed. They right. haven't had one of those in years. I 100% agree, which I think he could be impactful, but there's a lot, there's six new players on the team. He does have five of his, coach does have five of his seven players that, like you said, that that rotation that they had last year coming back. So he is building on it. But a lot of that to me says more of the same of what you had last year. If you have a lot of the same things, why, unless they all took great strides forward or one of them took a great stride forward, you should have the same product as you had last year with True. your bench players maybe being better than last year. Like you said, instead of having a seven man rotation, you can go to a nine, which yeah. doesn't, which doesn't move the needle and wins for me. I just think the influx of potential talent um, says something. And I, I just love the fact that they're bringing in kids with size and kids with actual offers, which is he had a Georgetown offer. Who else did he have Prince just to keep it in the, like uh, the focus on Prince for a second. I'm pretty yeah, sure he had Georgetown, Marquette. Uh, Let's take a look. Did he have? Illinois, I think. Let's, there was a, there was a couple. Of, I don't know where where I was where I'm drawing this list from in my head, but yeah, look. I'll pull, it, could, I'll pull it up right here. Yeah, yeah. If you can pull right. it up, that'd be cool. Because I do think it's cool when BC actually gets talent that other people wanted to. It's yeah. kind of a little reassuring that well, we're in on it too. We're not like as out of it as as we feel if you're getting people that other yeah. people want to. So great list. I mean, there's 22 offers, so I'm, I'll I'll keep Give I'll us some highlights. Start. Yeah. So Arkansas, mm -hmm. Florida, Georgetown, as you alluded to, yep. Georgia, Illinois, mm -hmm. uh, Iowa, who's, you know, a pretty good, pretty good basketball school, LSU, Marquette, um, <laughs> Notre Dame, <laughs> losers. <laughs> <laughs> Tennessee, UCLA, USC. those are legit yeah. squads. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So we have a legit player on our team in Prince. I feel. Yeah, um, and I think, if you're gonna I see, think... if you're gonna see any hope for the future, it's gonna be in players like that. I don't think you can look at the returning squad as the reason. Hopefully, yeah. Some, one of these I don't, I don't overtake think that these the kids are gonna come in and like take over day one. But I, I just think it's such a good foundation that they've started to build there. They do. I really, I really like it. Um, well, the, the recruits show it. Yeah, hundred percent. Show you that, 100%. Hey, that we we like the foundation that you're building. We like the coach. We like the program. Mm -hmm. We 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 think that you could build on this. So you know, we want to come play here, which I it's great, great to see. Yeah. And then when you think like the people that aren't so James Carnick gone, that dude is so garbage. Uh, Brevin Galloway, Brevin Galloway was. <laughs> Poor kid. He was their three-point specialist. He shot 25% from behind the arc. Uh <laughs> another starter, TJ Biggerstaff. He was that he was the dude when we went to uh the name He's redacted, on. name redacted game. Yeah, uh, he didn't score any points, but just had mad rebounds. So, like, that's a good role player. Have him like do not start him, let him come off the bench and just get you rebounds. Um, so, but it, it looks like a lot what it looks like to me is that they trimmed the fat. So like they still have, they still have four 
four of their starting five. And then also their top, let's see. Uh, so their top, I mean, they were really only giving substantial minutes to two other people. No, they had a seven man rotation for sure. Yeah. So now they now they could have like an uh you know a nine man rotation potentially. Yeah, like I, I mean eight. I, really, I feel like eight's traditional nine is like a for a big yeah. rotation and seven's a short rotation. Yeah. So like at least so move like, to an eight man rotation like a traditional team and give your starters a little bit more rest. Let them have their feet under them longer. You have ten people that potentially could play as well. You love competition on the bottom of the roster too. Mm-hmm. It really makes people fight and 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 because you know you kind of got your starting five locked in and then like yeah. who's gonna. Who's going to compete for the other roles? Because Armani, Armani Mighty as a backup center is awesome. Because it's like in the past, whenever they've had these like center recruits come in, they always fizzle out because they never play and they stink and they never catch on. But if you have a, a kid who you know that you can bring him along slowly and let him develop into the college games. I, I I feel like traditionally centers and forwards, just like big men in general in college basketball, they take a little bit longer to develop. So mm-hmm. being able to have that ability to like, you're about, you're the backup, you know, and you can have TJ Bickerstaff, who's definitely going to spell them, you know, and then you have what you have the two freshman guards, Chaz, Chaz and Donald Tan. I think Don, I, I really think Chaz Kelly is going to be good too. Um, but then, Mason Madsen, who, you know, he's more of like a three and D type of guy. I don't know how much he'll play if he's going to play. And then this dude, CJ Penha, I think he was, um, I think he was a transfer. I don't know where, where he's from or what his deal is, but you never know. So, I mean, I don't know. I don't know, man. I, I, I just like the fact that they actually have some bodies there and there's, you know, there's some meat on the bone this year. So whether it actually translate into more wins, we'll see. But I mean, out of out of them and and football, like I love their trajectory. Oh, yep. For a for a final basketball thought, my final basketball thought is they're moving with their scale upward, mm-hmm. trending upward. Green arrow very, up for for BC basketball so. for sure. Even if it doesn't much so. translate to a successful season, they'll find success in the fact that they're definitely going to build on what they had last year. Yeah, hundred percent. I'm excited for it too. Yep. We'll, we'll definitely be out there. Oh final, yeah. Final. Is that that is that? Your, do you have any other final thoughts? I have two other final thoughts. Um, BC banter for everyone. Uh, definitely happy to see Warren becoming the first Black captain in over a hundred years of Boston College hockey. Uh, which, in my opinion, way too late. Um, but congratulations. Um, long overdue. Quite an honor. Very cool. Um, and, and and he addressed Very it. Very cool. Um, and an interview too that about how it's an honor for him to to hold that title. So pretty cool. Um, today, uh, the nineteenth today that we are recording is International Pro Down Day, and I uh, just want to remind you that BC banter is for all the people. Um, uh, so happy International Pronoun Day. I thought you said throw down. I was like, what the fuck is that? Also, today <laughs> newly declared International <laughs> Throwdown Day. By uh, Inter- Brett of BC Bears. Yes. <laughs> International Throwdown Day. So throw down peeps. Yes, throw down the pro- proper pronouns. <laughs> ha- ha- happy throw. Happy. Th- happy pronoun. Happy pronoun day to my peeps. Um, that's awesome. I like that. 
I like I like your background too, the gas and background. That's that's one of my final thoughts. Thank you. Um, my final thoughts are very simple. Uh, keep the score close this weekend. Wake Forest got a trash defense. Them boys garbage. Their offense ain't garbage. Um, they've come a long way since I've I, you know whole nother topic. They've come such a long way from their three nothing tilt where we just have not. So unfortunate to see that. My final thought is basketball going to win 20 games this year. And that's it. That's that's I'm, I'm leaving it at that. I'm gonna, maybe I'll have egg on the end of my face at the end of the year, but sticking by it, baby. Um, all right. Episode 10 in the books. Slam it shut. All right. Uh, oh, no, 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 not yet. Skirt. Skirt. <laughs> Follow us on Instagram, Twitter, and TikTok, BC Banter Pod. Also, shoot us emails, please keep them coming. BC Banter Pod at gmail.com. But once again, with the socials, BC Banter Pod, Instagram, Twitter, uh, TikTok. All of them. Or fa- yeah, all of them. They're on Facebook on there too. And with that, now, Episode 10 in the books. Shut that door. And with that, go Eagles. Roll Eagles. I don't know what you mean.